0: Greetings, listener. 30-Minute Worlds is a podcast where three, and sometimes four, adventurers gathered to create RPG settings based off random prompts. In their haste to forge content, the Lore Lads forgot that their audio quality was terrible, and this is why connoisseurs of the show recommend Episode 5 as a good starting point. Bearing that in mind, on to the show. I hear it. I mean, I've heard the Swedish are develop- developing a machine to clap in perfect frequency to start podcasts. It's like that thing Samsung has, the robot that smashes phones, but it just claps
1: at exactly <laughs> perfect frequency. The Chinese are trying to steal it as we speak. Yeah. What are they
2: doing with the phone smashed phones? Like, test why the are they test the durability of their, of their
0: phones? phones. They're building a giant <laughs> tunnel underneath Oslo that's like 18 miles long to transmit the claps through so they'll just clap in perfect uh, synchronization with one another. I'm worried personally about, like, the ecological effects, but mm-hmm. that's just well, they have been scouring Europe for the perfect clapper to imitate. Oh, man. You guys are listening to... Oh, fuck, I forgot to give. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> we'll edit that, hey, hey, well, that part out. We'll edit that part out. You're listening to 30 Minute Worlds, the podcast where we, with a whole lot of effort and a whole lot of love, we create a standard fantasy setting uh, to be used in your next D&D campaign within 30 minutes. Uh, based any on system. Any, any system. GURPS, uh, D20. Savage Worlds. Any of them new ones yet? Zach with Yachty. his Savage Worlds fandom over here. I'm Walter. With me are my hosts Daniel and Zach, and uh, let's get right into it. Daniel, I think you had an idea for us recently. So
1: I had a thought. Uh, For those of you who don't know, we live in at least uh, Zach and I live in the wonderful city of Charleston. Uh, Worse every year, but it's a real problem around here. How much it floods, especially when it rains and especially when it is at the high tide. I had a thought about a setting. That takes place entirely in a world where the levels of water have started to rise to the point that most of the land masses have been overcome, but there is a single massive bridge that spans an entire ocean, and a makeshift civilization has managed to spring up along the length of it.
0: Are we just doing Snowpiercer now? Is that? No, there's
1: no, train. no, there's no trains. I promise. There's, there's no, no big trains. W. First of all, there's no sushi. Well, there's probably actually would be sushi.
0: Uh, so we are, we already did ice, and we already no, did I ice. Like so there's I no like ice. this. Uh, Zach, do you have a word prompt that you'd want to add into here, just to spice up the setting a little bit?
2: Uh, let me consult the um. Let me consult the sheet. You have a sheet. Uh, I had the sheet yesterday. That's where I got a certain book written by Vladimir Nabokov. Um, we don't talk. About and that I book. pulled it, and we'll cut it. And
0: <laughs> I talk about that part. Uh We didn't use that one. We, oh, that one's not that. We will have a running total on the podcast every time Zach mentions Lolito, the book. Uh, it's not. It's not been two for two. We've done two episodes. You've mentioned it twice. <laughs> so that's really quite astounding. Actually, the commitment you have to just alienating our listeners. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's
0: what we keep you around for, Zach. I like to stay
2: regular. Uh. See the problem is now I got this prompt and now I'm thinking like now I'm second guessing everything. Pick a
0: word. All right, loyalty. Loyalty. Okay. Okay. So loyalty. My word is not. As in, like, like the nautical
1: speed or the rope function. Not that
0: you tie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a. Flooding Bridge World, with an emphasis on knots and loyalty.
1: Okay, so there's no... They can't they can't make paper. They don't have any way to actually pass messages.
0: Oh, so shit. What in, if it's a Kweepo? Yeah, a yeah. like in ancient oh, civilization. That's yeah. a... There we go. First of all, that was a good way to That's integrate nice that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead. It makes sense they can't make paper because... Is it, what is this bridge made of? Is it stonework? Is it earth? I, I
1: was thinking it was a stonework. Like, it was the product of some empire that's now vanished.
0: Like, okay. some,
1: some Rome okay. XP.
0: We delved pretty uh, heavily into, like, archetypal lost civilization last session. Okay. and So let's kind of touch on that here, but I think that's a trope that's really easy to fall into. All right, how about so, that, then? What if we don't thing? know where the fucking bridge came from. There's no historical record of anything. Okay. Everything's flooded at a certain point. It's all oral history and knots. All right? Yeah. Yeah, the books
1: have all been destroyed because of all the salt in the air, and they just weren't properly cared for. How do they...
2: And also because everything's flooded.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, certain books are kept, but no one knows how to read them. Or a few people do, but knowledge of letters is an archaic concept. There's just not a way to reproduce that, like, on paper I guess they could write on the bridge. <laughs>
2: like, they they, they, they get, definitely write on the bridge. Like on, but it's like low speed shit. It's it's like high high speak is like using kipo, or maybe it's the opposite. There's like a
0: keepo is street talk. You wanna ah. you wanna fling some knots in someone's direction. No. What if keepo? So it's a bridge, right? Which means mm-hmm. that if you're walking in one direction, you have to walk by. There's no alternate route. All right. So, like, if you're walking in one direction, you have to walk through some shady parts of uh, of town, right? Mm-hmm. What if keepos were a way originally of coding messages so that they wouldn't be intercepted? It's like the the marks that hobos used in the 1930s, Yeah, right? yeah. But if you're loyal to a different plan or whatever, your knots are coded to a different uh, frequency. So if some other clan gets your quipo, your knot rope that you communicate on, like the Incas had, I feel like we should actually take a step back. And uh, for the listener, if you don't know what a quipo is, the Inca had these, instead of having a writing system, they had bands of hundreds of knotted little strings that they used to communicate numbers and dates and times and such. A really interesting yeah. societal development there. But And
2: messengers would like run them uh like a like a relay uh to get from one town to the next or one live one settlement to the next
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: the uh i'm interested just one second how wide is this yeah bridge? that's something actually we should definitely establish so because like it could be it could be like you know a two lane bridge it could be like a twelve lane bridge i mean like what was it even like designed was it designed for foot traffic does it look like?
1: Wagons, I'd say, probably. Wagons. Yeah. Let's... Or for, like, great beasts of burden that are no longer in use. Like Okay. So
2: it's like a Roman road that has been turned into a bridge
0: and is, like, huge.
1: Across an yeah. like,
0: ocean, pretty much. Right. It's like macro, oh. like, architecture. Yeah, yeah. There's the threat, too, that if the water... Ri- well, first of all, actually, it's raining all the time, right? It hmm. could be. Uh... Or the water's just rising, like through some other means. But if it's raining all the time, this bridge has like runoff, and like ways to deal with water getting on it, because otherwise the bridge would just flood out too. I'd assume it have walls and shit. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. I and mean, if we're thinking about our world, if when the water is going, as the water is rising in our world, like you know, Earth 2019, uh, it's you know there are there is going to be more rain and there's going to be more natural disasters and storms and that kind of thing but like on the whole people don't generally think about it like raining all
0: the time. So there's like a but, yeah. mm. there's like a a builder's guild that are the top. Like, yeah, so masons they, and carpenters. Yeah, they, they run society. They, without them society I mean literally collapses because there's no more you can't go mining for stone to fix the bridge Right, should something so there's happen the to builders
1: it? Builders guild then.
0: Yeah. Basically call the shots. On a lot or maybe certain sections of the bridge have their own builders' guilds. And maybe uh, they go about building in different ways due to different materials that are available. This bridge spans an ocean, right? So like I was thinking either an ocean or it could be an inland sea, in which case there would be more debris. I like inland sea better because it's just more feasible to administer that amount of territory. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and here's the thing: maybe the wall, maybe it used to be an inland sea, and then the water rose. Yeah, yeah. And and now there's like no good way to get between one side of the bridge and the other without. Yeah, well, they've
0: set out boats, but the entire world is of low elevation, pretty much. And wood is pretty hard to come by. Oh so, yeah, oh yeah. So it's hoarded away. Uh, you would never destroy a boat. Yeah, that's kind of the other thing. Is like at a certain point, it's like we gotta stop sending these boats out and start making repairs to the bridge. Cause like, what if like, different builders guilds would fight over? Cause if one builders guild fucks up repairing the bridge, there's a loss of structural integrity that could doom all of humanity, basically. So that's why there are conflicts and war. Certain people trying being more experimentive with their Masonic techniques or whatever, or more creative or slipshod with their jobs can really fuck this bridge. It's like how neighborhoods were in like
1: the big medieval cities like Paris before they got mm-hmm. torn down and all the boulevards got put in. Like it, your neighborhood, as it were, is really insular. Yeah, and yeah. Because if you aren't insular, you can't maintain your part of the bridge, which, which is where the loyalty comes in. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. So how do people navigate this setting? Because it is a setting that is basically like let's walk in a straight line to the next destination.
1: I was thinking that potentially there could be an under bridge, as it were, and then there is also
0: sailing from one point to another, which there is have to, Yeah, there walking. have to be an under bridge, I think, just yeah. so you could also have like a seedy kind of underbelly. To this society, where people live on the underbridge and it's just dangerous there, water is choppy, you're walking on, like, makeshift hammock-level shit. What do they do for food? How do they eat? Fishing. Fish. They fish. I guess that's... And then there are, like,
1: gardens on the rooftops. and But the the problem, I guess, with that is that eventually the soil is going to go...
0: Yeah, if you grow a tree on the fucking bridge, also... Like the builder's guild's gonna be coming for you because you're destroying the bridge effectively. Well, so you could easily you could easily dive and you could get
2: uh fertile soil from the from underwater, actually. Depending
0: on how deep the the water is at a certain point.
2: Well that depends but on the level of tech, not tech that we
0: have. I'm gonna assume this is a low tech world because in a high tech world there are solutions that aren't like let's live on the bridge.
1: <laughs>
0: for like
1: uh, I guess that's something that we should establish. Is this, Are we thinking more of like a fantasy feel, or are we thinking more like a grounded, kind of just low magic? If we ran with the Inca theme of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I like... It's, it's like a pre-Columbian. Yeah, I like that, because first of all, and this is me being racist here, but it is very Wind Waker-y like yeah. and this setting reminds me a lot of wind waker and there are people setting out to sail all the time because maybe I, maybe there were other bridges out there that were built and they don't know what condition they're in
2: why would you build multiple bridges across the same it's a sea? vast inland okay, what state?
1: if what if they're not bridges what if there are these other like megalithic structures that again nobody knows where they came from Okay, and like the bridge is like the center of this new world that has kind
0: of cropped up because it's the biggest and the most important. And they're exploring these huge megalithic structures out there, trying to see if they're habitable for humanity. Mm -hmm. Basically, I like that. Living space is such a premium? Like Mm -hmm. you have to go out. Mm -hmm. Now I really like that. I think too that like the builders' guild can become oppressive for some, and you just you know, you want to be like, fuck it, I'm going to like grow my own food and not donate half the fish I catch to the fucking Builder's Guild or whatever the hell. You're going to want to go yeah, out we're there. We're struggling out here. We're struggling out here. Why do we got to pay our taxes? Why we got to pay our fish taxes to the fucking Builder's Guild? They just smoke the fish. They just... <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, so what kind of megalithic structures are Because like a bridge, a gigantic bridge, sure. I'm thinking like
0: a lighthouse like. Yeah, there the should world. be like a yeah. Library of Alexandria type. So they're like they're so these would be known, I think, in proximity to uh there'd be like two or three known ones in proximity. Largely, I think a lighthouse makes sense. Yeah, largely like unsuitable for human habitation. Like the bridge is the hub, you know.
2: hmm Well
0: it there has could the be most a space. Statue of
2: Colossus sort of thing.
0: Yeah. It has the most space, and people are, like, building ramshackle, like, travelers will come from, like, other megaliths and basically put their boat on ropes and hitch it up to the side of the bridge and put a tarp over it, and that's their house now. Mm -hmm. I kind of like that, actually.
1: And if too many strangers show up, it's a problem, because they'll start,
0: there's overfishing. Like, you won't be able to get to the water as well yeah yeah and they have a knowledge of that as a society and kind of like uh, how how does loyalty tie in so we've talked about how people live on this bridge but not what culture they have I guess it depends on if it's something like
1: there's a because there's different types of loyalty right there's loyalty to to family to like a clan or there's loyalty to an organization
2: Mm -hmm. or to a community or to a mission
1: yeah uh so could we emphasize the theme of loyalty with some sort of organization that the players would be a part of?
0: Yeah, they could be part of the Builders guilds, which I think would have an outsized role in society. They could be... Yeah.
2: Part... Well, so the Builders Guild is that important. It's... it's they must, like... They must be, like, taking people from... It, it probably doesn't seem this grim to people it probably seems great that the builders guild like wants like oh they see someone who shows promise Mm -hmm. they want them in the builders guild because we need smart we need engineers
0: basically yeah yeah but they also have hired muscle like they are they are like the grease that keeps society moving they call the shots basically there would be certain sectors of the bridge that if not controlled by like a huge family or a gang would be controlled pretty much explicitly by these guilds and a sort of, like, police government. It would have to be, yeah. like, a quasi-police state. Like, yeah, yeah, like, you can't build... Any. This would have to be a massive bridge, also, to have the variations in culture that we're describing. It It is... That, that is I think, what I had envisioned. Yeah, I like creating. that. Was, I, imagine, like, spanning, like, from the Rock of Gibraltar to Cyprus. That is the kind of scale I was Yeah, yeah, up. that's yeah. what... That makes sense to me, too.
2: I mean like why would it be I I think it would be interesting like it's sort of the point where like the families have taken over running the running the bridge and and running the builders guild so that like there's like mob families where like there's there's like a mafia and each each settlement along the bridge has is run and they like they have a they have a boss who's in charge of like doling out tasks yeah. And then there's this whole structure beneath them.
0: Yeah, what I like about the society to too is like family. yeah, yeah. What I like about the society too is there's no ambush. Or there's no you can come up from the underbridge. There's only like two directions you can come from, you know. And so if there is open warfare on this bridge, it's a very like out in the open affair. Like I'd imagine like certain sectors of it would just be run by gangs. What do the gangs want? They're like, what do gangs ever want? The, the society, no, but like society is so bare bones as we've described it thus far. But like, what do they get out of extorting people? Maybe they want more food than they're allocated. Well, they want more territory, probably. But what's the point of controlling territory on this bridge? People to take fish from to. Gather yeah,
1: supply. I mean, because I mean, I guess it's a double-edged sword, right? Because the more territory you take, the harder it is to actually maintain the bridge.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. The guild is spread very thin. Imagine having to coordinate two like, uh, building actions, or maybe they, the guild try to run supplies back and forth to each other out of like solidarity. So, are these separate? organizations or are they like subsidiary members i think it'd be impossible to administer one contiguous organization over the length of this bridge
2: i think oh because all it would take all it would take is one organization one piece of it breaking off like in the middle Mm -hmm. and then they can just control what the
0: other people exactly exactly and so it's like you have regional variants of the guild that exist in different quadrants or sectors of the bridge because it'd just be impossible for one contingent to control the entirety of the bridge, basically. They owe, like, nominal loyalty to the guild as a a conceptual whole. Yeah, as, like, a guiding framework of, like, legends say the bridge used to be united when people first came here by the Builders' Guild and everyone lived in, like, relative prosperity and shit. But as society became they've lived on this bridge, I want to say for like two hundred years. We'll say that. It should be like at least mm. two or three generations. Yeah, like a thing. long amount of time, like for society to develop and shit. Because how else are we gonna have like distinctive like like the idea of bridge culture, I guess. Yeah. What are weapons like? There's little metal. The guild would hoard things like metal. That's why people hate them, is they you hoard know,
1: metal the, and the, shit.
0: The the Aztec. The,
1: the sword with the obsidian, but it's yeah, short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Machahedals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. B- bones.
0: Um, nets for fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spears. Yeah. Any kind of fishing. Okay, that's really cool.
2: You could easily get, you, like, volcanic rock uh, would still implements. Above the, above the water. Oh, so that's you could true. Find, like,
0: what if there are volcanoes below this inner sea that erupt, or you can, like, pearl dive for obsidian? That sounds like a like,
2: bad idea. But someone could do it.
0: It's also, obsidian's useless as a building tool. So if you're hoarding it, people know you're hoarding it for weaponry. So the guild cracks down on it. It's like a regulated trade. Yeah, like why would you need obsidian? You're not using it to build the bridge. You're like, you don't have a craftsman's license. You know, you're not using it for craft work. You're using it to like sell to weapons dealers to make sharp objects, basically.
1: So high-end Weapons like the stuff guild people would use would probably be the subsidian. and then I would imagine gangs are more like you said, more improvised
0: construction implements. Construction implements, fish. I like the fishing motif. Uh, what else? Parts salvaged from boats, like wooden shields that have been passed down literally for like three generations, just made out of some keel of some boat or a rudder. I'm thinking this probably.
1: Go ahead.
2: Uh Like, if you're talking about, like, getting resources and building materials, and, like, building materials that could also be used as weapons, like, you could, like, coral, specific kinds of coral, the way it grows could be very useful as, like, a barrier. Mm-hmm. You could probably use coral for a lot of different things, like, fire coral would be, if you had, like, a, if you had fire coral on the end of, like, a flail, that would be terrifying.
0: That'd probably be pretty cool. I think there's <laughs> I think there's little to no armor in this setting. That's what I was going to say. There's just no space to develop metalworking or whatever metalworking technology there is has been lost with the cataclysm. Basically,
2: I don't even know how you would like like fish skin. I don't even know
0: what you would use as like a natural armor. Uh, the samurai had fish skin armor, or so did certain Native American tribes. Actually, the a layer, did yeah. Make yeah. Like,
1: seal skin kind of stuff. I don't, I don't know how much actual sense. protection it would give you. The other thing I thought would be maybe bone armor if you're particularly wealthy. Or like manatee
0: uh, manatee leather. There would be like animals that could come to the surface. Occasionally they could be killed for meat and leather. But like, you're not getting a fucking whale. Like, the technology's just not there. How many
1: otters do you have to kill? Like I don't know, man. Whaling's actually, I mean, we've been whaling for
0: no, but like whaling requires years, like, huge boats, right?
1: Yeah, that's true. I guess, yeah, because you would have to be near the bridge. You wouldn't actually have yeah, to yeah. harvest it at
0: all. You need a crew of like 30 people. Yeah, it'd just be an insane proposition to haul that back even. You'd need a fleet to do it. Yeah, basically. and the whale could just swim away from the bridge. That's the other thing. Yeah. Maybe there's like a yearly whale hunt where they try to get a whale. That could be a cool tradition. Because
1: I think the only way they would really be able to transport it realistically is if you have a ton of smaller boats that are all like attached to this whale and they row and they haul. Picture
0: like you come out of your bridge home on the 1st of May and it's whale season and the guild is declared, uh, every home is going to get lowered into the water because most of the homes are boats that aren't built into the firmament of the bridge. Every home is going to get lowered into the water. We're going to. Do the thing we do every year, which is like lower colored streams into the water on ropes to attract this whale, basically. And it, most years we don't catch one, but a, a horde of boats moving in formation can sometimes get a whale. And it's like this big ceremonial
1: affair. It's like yeah. carnival. Yeah, I like, like that. I like that. they and prepare like, for months. They wear these like super ostentatious costumes.
0: Like, yeah. It's they like pour. they're... They save up for this, like, and it's cool because, like, uh, you can be like, oh, I don't want to hang out with my friends during. The- I'm gonna like, I'm gonna swim over to like my girlfriend's houseboat in the whale ceremony and like <laughs> do some st- like, you know, it's like an opportunity for all generations to kind of like come together. I really like that. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, so here's my idea then. Here's my because we're we're getting, if we're we're getting a little further along, and I think I have an idea for where you would start the players like the the big plot hook the here my idea is that you know because this stuff has been so integrated into some societies some of these uh in some of these places you're you're hunting for a whale i guess but they haven't gotten a whale in like in like decades like the idea of actually catching a whale is almost ridiculous. They're just really, it's just carnival to them.
0: It's theater. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pageantry.
2: So what happens is that I, the, uh, what I want is that the whale does show up yeah, and the players get swallowed by the whale.
0: That's a crazy way to start players getting, getting swallowed. What do you do from there?
2: Yeah right and they would it would spit them out somewhere else
0: i guess I what if it's like
2: it, it wouldn't want to digest them because it's a whale it like it can't digest them
1: like an unknown one of the unknown megalithic structures what are the
0: right the disease vector on this bridge would be, it whole sections of it would have to be quarantined right if like yeah. something broke out because it is a society that literally Oh, if there's, like, a disease outbreak, it shuts down society. Assuming that, like, these portions of the bridge are in regular contact with one another and are running goods back and forth, a quarantine completely fucks that.
2: What you would have to do is you would have to, like, you would have to actually have, if you had a second, like, way to get over the bridge, like, under the bridge, you you would, like, need... If you would need to, some way to like go around a settlement, like build or like build a path through Humans
1: a settlement. Or you have to use boats to
0: just sail around it. Oh. Humans are loyal to the bridge. They worship it as a god. When you become sick, it's your time to die, basically. And it is understood that you will basically allow yourself to be like ritualistically killed, or you will set out on like a ceremonial boat. No, they wouldn't waste a boat, but you'll basically like swim out as far as you can to the sea until your energy gives out and you die. <laughs> That's fucking bleak, but yeah. Yeah, it's a really bright, colorful society. And if you're loyal to the bridge, like, because like they've tried quarantining before, but it didn't work.
1: You know, like it may have been that huge early out. on, there was a plague, right? Yeah, and yeah. It, it almost pushed them to like the brink of disaster.
0: Uh, I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah. do like that. That's cool. And so it's this colorful society with all these traditions and rules, but because you're worshiping the bridge and you're loyal to it, and maybe that's not an angle we run with, but because everyone has this outsized realization of what the bridge is, it is expected of you to like basically give up your own life. Maybe one of these megalithic structures is like a leper colony for people who refuse to accept their, or wanted to keep on living, you know, despite their sickness. Well, if they're all sick there, then what's the problem? I guess yeah, that's the other thing too. Is I don't think though they would want sick people on. They want to use every megalith to survive. Basically, they find. So they find sick people... Oh, shit. What if the Builder's Guild is also, like... Well, maybe there's another faction, like an Expeditionary Guild. And they... They want to go out and colonize, like, other... Yeah, but they also want to find if there are sick people on those megaliths and crack their heads, basically. They don't want people going to where they're trying to settle. And maybe, like... They also want to steal construction implements or, like, any kind of masonry that can come loose from these structures and go back to building the bridge. That's the other thing. What if they're cannibalizing these structures just to keep the bridge alive? Because it's taken on such a theocratic element in their psyche or society.
1: So is it like a conspiratorial kind of secret society? That no, I their, think the goal is to push out, or is it a publicly recognized organization?
0: I, I think it's public. I think it's like uh, if we go with the fact, like humans worship the bridge as god, and there are other gods, like minor gods, like the rain god and the sea god. But there's like two major gods, a bridge god and a sea god. Basically, mm-hmm. it makes sense that like maybe they would think of the megaliths as fallen gods. That they give life, yeah, and that's how they they sustain life, looting the corpse of a fallen giant to bring it back to like the rightful god, the bridge, the like nurturer and protector of humanity.
1: So, the idea then is not to use these other megaliths as like colonies, but rather to pick them clean to keep life going on
0: the bridge. Well, maybe that was tried. But what if there was a religious uh, outcry against that or war even? People, I like that. Yeah. People leaving the bridge deprives the builders guild of power is the other thing. The less people live on that bridge, the less power the guild actually has. Right. The less manpower yeah, they have. It is, mm-hmm. and the less taxes and levies they collect of fish and stuff and the less they're able to coordinate people. So it is not to their incentive to have people leave, basically. Even though in long term the thing to do to ensure the survival of the species is yeah. to do this. But they're cannibalizing their own things that their ancestors have built basically to keep uh this bridge like alive. Which will one day, you know, the bridge will become unlivable too. Yeah, I like that it's a an lot impossible task. Have, yeah. You have two factions with
1: basically like diametrically opposed not diametrically opposed, but similar but opposing viewpoints you have the potential for religious schism you have the potential for gang conflict for territorial disputes for yeah, resource yeah. crises um yeah no. okay so
2: here so then here is my here's the revised here's my idea for a revised like where to start the players okay yeah all right you you give your your players i don't know like who sends them this uh this information or how they get this request but they've basically been hired as bodyguards Mm -hmm. for the builders on one of these sort of expeditions to go out
0: that's kind of cool yeah yeah and maybe they're in
2: order to get to where they're gonna leave they have to go through one of these like quarantined areas first Mm. Just as a bit of flavor. well, there,
0: there are no quarantined areas, I think, because the sick are sent off to
1: die. Maybe they witness a sick person being sent off like before they leave. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it's a prominent individual, or like the son of a prominent individual.
0: Yeah. It's and ex- it can be
1: a plot hook for later on.
0: I like that. It's ex- and then they, people meet, voluntarily, they But if people, your neighbors start talking, like you haven't left your domicile, you've been bedridden, they're going to show up outside your house and demand that you, like, do the right thing and, like, let yourself go, basically. You're given a grace period of time to recover, but your neighbor's expectation of you is that you will, like, kill yourself to preserve life on the bridge.
1: <laughs>
0: it's the bridge of, like, the Gestapo, or they have some Gestapo-like organization? Well, the, the builders would be in charge of that shit, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's hard. It's a hard life.
2: Okay, so what do we call this then?
0: I don't know. I, I'm kind of liking this. I think we can go on a bit more, actually, with this setting.
1: Uh, sure. Um,
0: I don't know. You don't
2: know? I mean, I like it, but like, I don't know. I don't know where else to go. for I like it, it a lot
0: more than now that I think about it. Uh excuse me. It was called Shroom Shroomland. I believe it was called Ice Road Cuckers was the <laughs> Oh jeez.
1: No, it was the Shroomlands. Yeah.
0: Shroomlands.
2: Uh, I also submitted Fungus Among Us.
1: Oh, actually I had a thought. So what if on the edges of the bridge? Mm. Which is like the inns where they um where they they ended. Well, I worked in a wood shop for a while, and we worked basically only with reclaimed wood, which a lot of it is from ranges and stuff, but some of it is cypress that wow. falls to the bottom of riverbeds and gets dredged up. Oh. And it's a really neat wood to work with, but what I was thinking is, what if at the edges of the bridge, where the land, that did connect to the land, oh. there's an industry of, I I don't know if you'd call it tree salvaging, I guess. Oh, that's really cool. And that can be, like, one of the only sources of new wood. You're yeah, you're
0: sailing out to these flooded forests to cut down trees underwater or, like, partially dredged in water. And it's, like, very dangerous work, but a big score can last for a while. I think that the water level has to be pretty high because it's, like, if it's gradual flooding, then humans would just build homes on stilts or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, it, but I, I think it has to like, be the forest just submerged.
1: Yeah, well and it's like 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 you talked about earlier, like pearl divers like in Japan that have mm-hmm. over time developed greater lung spans because of their line of
0: work. Yeah, that's really that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And there are
1: tribes of Pacific Islanders that their blood oxygenates more efficiently. So really? they can actually last longer underwater. Oh, that's so dope. I don't know, that
0: just that just struck me. Oh. And the knots play a role in sailing too. So maybe it was a s this knot communication. Yeah, we got to come back to our other prompt to pay due diligence to it, as in knots, as in, as in the other, the other. So, knots. like okay. sailors who would go out in the early days of this bridge society, uh, they knew how to tie knots basically, and when they came back, because the builders didn't really know, they started to use that. Sailors and builders were something earliest disparate elements of society that came into conflict the urge to leave the bridge versus the urge to maintain
1: and so yeah well it's like the struggle right because those are kind of the two ends of what your ethos is or like your your idea of what needs to be done
0: yeah like family duty and tradition versus like exploration hope and possibility the call of the sea (laughs) yeah But these knots came from sailors who were at sea and who knew how to tie various knots. And when they came back and were, you know, obviously disaffected in society at large, dissatisfied with it. uh, They were some of the first organized resistance elements in society. And that's why these things, these quipos or as they're called, like sailors knots are still used today because they invented them. And
1: like it's almost like there's two different not ethnic groups, but like cultural groups, maybe, because there are the people that came onto the bridge via land to escape what happened,
0: uh-huh. but then there are also the people that sailed yeah, there are people who sailed from far off and found the bridge that's the other thing, so there would be different ethnicities
1: oh yeah I, I imagine from like I'm picturing not the Mediterranean Sea but an area like that
0: yeah no no that's that's pretty cool. I still like the pre-Columbian motif, though. I, think
1: uh, I mean, cool. I like that aesthetic. I just yeah, yeah. in terms of, like, kind of scale, I guess.
0: No, I agree, I agree. This has been a... This is a good setting. I'd give this one a 9 out of 10. Yeah, it's not quite a 30-minute world, but still, not enough. Exactly, exactly. And we'll call it... Fuck. <laughs> bridge bridge
2: World. You can't world. call it
0: Bridge World. Yeah. Why not? It's too on the nose. <sighs> The Treacherous Span.
2: Death Stranding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Span, uh, no.
2: Spans of our lives. Bridge of the Gods. Bridge of the Gods.
0: I like that. Yeah. Bridge of the Gods. All right. This has been 30 Minute Worlds. I'm Walter. I'm Daniel. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm Zach. And this is us signing off. We hope you enjoyed. Have a good one.